Welcome to the Folktale Project, this is Dan Shaws. Today we have part 3 of The Forty Thieves. And so far, well, Alibaba has discovered the thieves and their gold. His brother, Kasim, was locked inside of the thieves' den and died for trying to steal from them. And then, in searching for the second man who knew the secrets, the robbers have been led to Alibaba's house, but the cunning slave, Morgiana, has tricked them so far. And so, we rejoin the tale at part three of The Forty Thieves. Another robber was dispatched, and having won over Baba Mustafa, marked the house in red chalk. But Morgiana, being again too clever for them, the second messenger was put to death also. The captain now resolved to go himself, but wiser than the others, he did not mark the house, but looked at it so closely that he could not fail to remember it. He returned and ordered his men to go into the neighboring villages and buy nineteen mules and thirty-eight leather jars, all empty, except for one which was full of oil. The captain put one of his men fully armed into each, rubbing the outside of the jars with oil from the full vessel. Then the nineteen mules were loaded with thirty-seven robbers and jars and the jar of oil, and reached the town by dusk. The captain stopped his mules in front of Ali Baba's house and said to Ali Baba, who was sitting outside for coolness, I have brought some oil from a distance to sell at tomorrow's market, but it is now so late that I know not where to pass the night, unless you will do me the favor to take me in. Though Ali Baba had seen the captain of the robbers in the forest, he did not recognize him in the disguise of an oil merchant. He bade him welcome, opened his gates for the mules to enter, and went to Morgiana to bid her prepare a bed and supper for his guest. He brought the stranger into his hall, and after they had supped, went again to speak to Morgiana in the kitchen, while the captain went into the yard under pretense of seeing after his mules, but really to tell his men what to do. Beginning at the first jar and ending at the last, he said to each man, As soon as I throw some stones from the window of the chamber where I lie, Cut the jaws open with your knives and come out, and I will be with you in a trice. He returned to the house, and Morgiana led him to his chamber. There she told Abdallah, her fellow slave, to set on the pot to make some broth for her master who had gone to bed. Meanwhile her lamp went out, and she had no more oil in the house. Do not be uneasy, said Abdallah. Go into the yard and take some out of one of those jars. Morgiana thanked him for his advice, took the oil pot, and went into the yard. When she came to the first jar, the robber inside said softly, Is it time? Any other slave but Morgiana, on finding a man in the jar instead of the oil she wanted, would have screamed and made a noise. But she, knowing the danger her master was in, bethought herself of a plan, and answered quietly, Not yet, but presently. She went to all the jars, giving the same answer till she came to the jar of oil. She now saw that her master, thinking to entertain an oil merchant, had let thirty-eight robbers into his house. She filled her oil pot, went back to the kitchen, and, having lit her lamp, went again to the oil jar and filled a large kettle full of oil. When it boiled, she went and poured enough oil into every jar to stifle and kill the robber inside. When this brave deed was done, she went back to the kitchen, put out the fire and the lamp, and waited to see what would happen. In a quarter of an hour, the captain of the robbers awoke, got up, and opened the window. 
As all seemed quiet, he threw down some little pebbles which hit the jars. He listened, and as none of his men seemed to stir, he grew uneasy and went down into the yard. On going to the first jar, and saying, Are you asleep? He smelt the hot-boiled oil and knew at once that his plot to murder Ali Baba and his household had been discovered. He found all the gang were dead, and missing the oil out of the last jar became aware of the manner of their death. He then forced the lock of a door leading into a garden and climbing over several walls made his escape. Morgiana heard and saw all this and rejoicing at her success, went to bed and fell asleep. And that is part three of The Forty Thieves. And we've seen now Alibaba safe, at least for a time. This is Dan Scholes of The Folktale Project. Don't forget that you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Overcast, anywhere you'd like to get your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or threads at Folktale Project. And you can always head over to folktaleproject.com where you'll find a new story waiting for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. If you're enjoying the podcast, please leave us a kindly worded review. The reviews help new people find the show. And I read every one of them, and I love them all, and I appreciate you so much. As always, thank you so much for listening.